0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: You need to know what's happening. It's time to get In the Huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanforta. And I want to know what you think of the kid, Deron Bland. An NFL record, five interceptions, return for touchdowns. He did it again in the Cowboys' 45-10 win. And I, I'm just amazed because my whole thing with this is nobody knew who this kid was. Nobody knew where he, where he came from. And here Dan Quinn is, whoop, inserting him in. He's a ball hawk, and he's making plays. The Cowboys, seven victories by at least 20 points this season. And this is a big reason why. I mean, anybody would take five interception returns for touchdowns. So what's going on with this Cowboy defense? Because everybody is starting to kind of lean and say, well, maybe they do have a chance to get there after watching this and how this defense is playing right now.
2: I mean, think about this, Carl. I mean, he wasn't the starter. I mean, Trevon Diggs was the starter. He was basically the nickelback. And, you know, Trevon went down early in the season, and he stepped in. Now, he had five interceptions last year because they couldn't keep a, a cornerback healthy for the most part. And so I think Stefan Gilmore coming has made a big difference. He's just such a veteran, and he's so smart. I think everybody's learned from Stefan playing on the outside, and they play a lot of man coverage, um, and they play a lot of off-man coverage. And I just think he's got tremendous eyes and instincts. But I have said now for the last two weeks that he has to be a candidate for the defensive player of the year. Yeah. Really from a standpoint that we've never seen anything like this before. They, they've scored seven defensive touchdowns, and I, look. The great Deion Sanders once told me, Carl. He said, "Look, you're never a great defense until you're a great scoring defense." And that's how defense. That's how. That's how Deion attacked the game. That's what Duran is doing. You can see just how everybody is so excited for him on his team. Um, but you know that it, it's a product of pressure, and it starts with Micah and how teams have to defend him. I put a video out there last week of three different players in Washington hitting them a bunch of different times. And I'm like, look, that allows a lot of different other guys to win, you know, and that's Dante Fowler or, you know, pick a guy. Like they're getting home because of all the attention that Mikey gets. And then on the back end, these guys are getting opportunities. So it's it's an incredible stat, and I don't think it's done yet. I I just think he's got that feel for it right now.
1: Yeah, it is an incredible thing to watch. When he got that interception, and literally I'm going, is this kid going to take it to the house again? And I'll be damned if he didn't. Let me ask you about while we're talking about the Cowboys. Um, and, you know, they've got a big game next week against um, the sure Eagles. Enough. Yeah, and and they'll play Seattle uh, as we record this podcast tonight, right. guys, on, on Thursday. But 17 touchdowns, two picks, and a five-game stretch for Dak Prescott. Baldy, it's impressive. And whether you think Prescott is good or bad or whatever your impressions are, anybody goes through a five game stretch of seventeen touchdowns and two picks and you're winning. Come on.
2: Yeah, and look, that was also included a game against Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, you know, in that stretch where you know it was uh, it was a nail biter. It was a very very good game. Uh, Dak's playing great, and the offense line has protected him. It's helpful to have Tyron Smith healthy. Like he's just a vice grip out there at left tackle. Nobody's beating him right now. Um, they're they're really good up front, and you know I just think the the development of Jake Ferguson, to you know their bona fide tight end right now has helped. The addition of Brandon Cooks has helped. I, all the young guys, Jalen Tolbert, some of these other guys that are just kind of coming on. Um, but he, you know, he would throw interceptions last year because he'd be late in the uh, in the progression and protection we breaking down, and he would let one fly and you know, somebody would pick it off. Like, I don't see that right now. I see his movement is elite uh, and where the openings are and how to extend plays. And then um, there's just a whole lot more out there to throw to than just, you know, C.D. Lamb like it was a year ago. And he's got a lot more options. But I think he's just very much in command of this offense right now. Baldy, the hype surrounding Aaron Rodgers' return
1: is like bigger than 3D television, which didn't work. It's bigger than Al Capone's vault, which they opened and nothing was in there. Uh, It's bigger than Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. I mean, this is the hype surrounding this guy coming back is unbelievable. All right. Pacquiao, Mayweather. I mean, pick your boxing match. So 11 weeks after this injury, he is going to be practicing. And now he's in this 21-day window where the Jets have to decide whether they're going to activate him. Brian Baldinger. I think this is absolutely nuts, whether he can actually do it or not, if he's physically able, whatever. But why would you even attempt to do this if you're Aaron Rodgers and make the return to the Jets potentially by the end of this month? Well, December, by the end of December.
2: Well, first of all, it's not really a return to practice. It's just a next step of treatment and rehabilitation. He'll be on the field over by himself. And he'll be throwing to, you know, he was throwing to ball boys. Now he'll be throwing to some receivers. Um, I, I think that's all that is, okay? Right. I do think there's a part of Aaron that feels guilty isn't the right word. A- athletes don't feel guilty. They're they're professional athletes. But I do think there's a part of him that feels like he let the entire Jet organization down. Okay. And he owes it to the organization, to Woody Johnson, to Joe Douglas, that I'm going to do everything I can to get back. And look, they have lost four in a row and it's been ugly. And you know, right now, uh, you know, I don't know that it's gonna change. So, like, you lose four in a row and you're four and seven, and I don't know what's gonna happen against Atlanta. If they if they beat Atlanta, you know, then they're not out of it. And maybe Aaron, but if they lose to Atlanta and you lose five in a row and now you're four and eight, you're out of it. And so if they want Aaron Rodgers to play next year and they've given him a two year contract. It makes no sense to put him on the field and risk further injury or a second injury, where you might not get him at all next year. So I think they'll be cautious. I think this is nothing more than just more rehabilitation. He's now cleared to rehabilitate, you know, on the field and throw it. And so I, I like. I know the hype is. I, I understand the hype and yeah. the uh, you know the way that you framed it is is good. It's it's entertaining, um, and you're not wrong. But I think we're still a long, long ways away from seeing him out there in a real uniform, play real football.
1: Have Have you seen him? I know you've been yeah. making your your travels. Does he look okay? I mean, does he
2: look fine? He looked, or- when I saw him, when I saw him um, on the field before the Eagles game, he looked really frail to me. Like he didn't look as big as he normally looks. He now maybe it's just natural. Okay, like you're rehabilitating an injury, not. You lose weight and that, and that sure. thing like that, that can happen. Right. Um, but he, he, you know, from a, from a spirit standpoint, his spirits are up. He was engaged. He was talking to guys from both teams He was holding court, like he's done basically every week since he's been on the field, you know, he's been out there throwing it and he's enjoyed, you know, seeing the guys from around the league he mentioned this week, how he's really enjoyed watching Dak progress. He's watching more football than he's ever watched. All that stuff is out there. Um, I just feel like he's, he feels like he owes the Jets something. He's, he helped bring all these guys in. None of it has worked out. They they built the team around him. He's not there. Like I think he just says, you know, like this is like for my own, for my own self-worth and for what the Jets allowed me to do, I owe him this concerted effort to try to come back and do something that nobody else has done. And that's it. Nobody else has done it this quickly. If
1: in fact he is back at any point this season, it would be absolutely a miracle.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.